Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 29 for a moment. The 29th Psalm. The Lord preached a couple sermons this morning at 3.15 a.m. and 3.32 a.m. to our area, to Jews and Gentiles alike, to the whole population. And I want our children to understand that there's a psalm entirely dedicated to what you heard last night, and it's Psalm 29. Now, the Lord makes reference and appeals to His thunder in Job in a number of places, but here we have Psalm 29. I'm not going to read the whole psalm because I have other things to say, and we have a psalm coming to us shortly. But it tells us in the first verse, Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto His name. Verse 3, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. That is thunder. Throughout this whole psalm, it is called the voice of the Lord. It is God whispering to us when He sends a clap, two claps, like He did last night. The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. Verse verse 4, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Verse 8, The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. Your homes were shaken last night. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. Verse 9, The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to calve and discovereth the forest. And in His temple doth everyone speak of His glory. We're in His New Testament temple this morning and we want to speak of His glory and we want to be able to do it with a a smile on our face and joy in our hearts at what we heard last evening. But He preached a message to everyone. The world doesn't understand it. We understand it. We know it's His voice and we give Him the glory for it. They think it is some natural phenomenon, but it's not. It's the Lord speaking last night and all men ought to tremble before Him as this psalm tells us. This message was preached to everyone, but you hold in your hands a message given to you that is not preached to everyone as widely. And I'd like you to turn to Acts chapter 13, where we can take some comfort and gather some further excitement about the message of the gospel that our beloved brother Paul was able to share with so many. In Acts chapter 13, we have the first recorded sermon preached by the Apostle Paul. It was in the city of Antioch in Pisidia. And when I make that distinction, it's to remind you that this is across the Mediterranean Sea in modern Turkey. It is not Antioch of Syria, which lies just to the north of Israel, which was Paul's home church. And he has come into the synagogue and sat down there. And when they finished their particular program for that assembly, they asked if he had any word of exhortation for the people. And he did have a few things to say, and it's here listed in Acts 13. I want to come to the 38th verse. This is what our beloved brother Paul got to share with elect Israelites worshiping in synagogues with the zeal of God. He got to tell them that their worship and their hope of a Redeemer had been satisfied and met by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 38, Be it known unto you therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins. And by him all that believe are justified from all things, 
from which ye could not be justified by the law of Moses. Beware, therefore, lest that come upon you which is spoken of in the prophets. Behold, ye despisers, and wonder, and perish. For I work a work in your days, a work which ye shall in no wise believe, though a man declare it unto you. And when the Gentiles were gone out of the synagogue, and when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. The Jews knew the God of heaven, and the Jews knew that He was a holy God. The Jews knew from the record of the Old Testament Scriptures that God had dealt very severely with their nation on an individual basis and on a corporate basis with the whole people of God. They knew that they needed forgiveness of sins. They knew the terror of the Lord like no one else on earth. And yet, here comes Paul explaining to them the true forgiveness of sins and the true basis for justification before God, and they rejected it, though a man declared it to them. But a man's declared it to us as well. We've had men declare it to us. And we have heard the joyful sound, and we have believed it by grace. I want you to notice that, and by Him, all that believe are justified. It's all of God. It is by Him, all that believe are justified from all things. The Lord Jesus Christ is the one that descended to this earth. He is the one that descended into the deep. He is the one that was buried. He rose again and ascended to the right hand of God. And He has secured everlasting righteousness for His people. And it's been declared to us and we believe it. Thank you, Father in heaven, for all of it. Not only for sending the Lord Jesus Christ, but for a covenant transaction with Him before the world began. For sending apostles out after that Savior and preachers from those apostles. We have heard that wonderful news. Do you believe it today? Do you believe it with all your heart? Have you continued to believe it? Are you going to continue to believe it? Are you going to continue in His Word? And then we will be disciples indeed. Lord, help us to that end. We heard the the power of God last night in that those thunderclaps, but here is the mercy and goodness of God to His people by sending His only begotten Son to justify them from all things from which they could not be justified by the law of Moses. What a wonderful message Paul had to share, and that's what we'll be looking at in Romans chapter 10. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, O Lord, we give Thee glory this day in this assembly. Thou art worthy of all our praise. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord caused this wilderness to shake this morning, and we bless Thee. And we shall speak of Thy glory today in Thy temple. We thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that the Son of David has erected the tabernacle of David, the temple of the living God, in the local church that You have made us part of. And we're thankful to come in here with saints of like precious faith, and to speak of all Your glory. But Father, we are more thankful that in the fullness of time You sent forth Your Son, 
made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law, condemned by that law, without hope. And we as Gentiles were even further without hope, being strangers and aliens from the covenants of promise and the commonwealth of Israel. We thank the Heavenly Father that some of our brethren, those religious proselytes that assembled with the Jews in the synagogue of Antioch, heard the joyful sound and followed our brother Paul out of that assembly and heard that they ought to continue in the grace of God to truly be the disciples of Jesus Christ. O Lord, send that same message to us today. Convict us. Convert us. And O Lord, lead us by Your Spirit to work out the salvation with fear and trembling that You have worked in us. Heavenly Father, we can do nothing without You. And we call upon Thee as we have already this morning, that by the power of the Holy Ghost, You will lift us up in our spirits out of the coldness and dullness and distraction of our lives, that we might worship Thee with all our hearts this day. Heavenly Father, we believe, but help Thou our unbelief. Increase our faith, O Lord, that we might see and lay hold of the Lord Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of sins and justification from all things that is through Him and by Him. Heavenly Father, let us have full assurance this day for those that truly believe and for those that are conforming their lives to the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let them know that they have eternal life. Let us cry, Abba, Father, by the grace of the Spirit within our hearts as He sheds abroad Your love for us. We thank You for the message, the news, the good news, the glad tidings of the Gospel. Bless us to embrace them and to love them and to speak of those things to others and to live a life that would adorn that Gospel by our godly character. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ, for all that He did for us, that He rose from the dead and sits at Thy right hand, ever living to make intercession for us. Preserve our nation. Bless Your churches. Recover those brethren that have gone out from us. Help us to teach our children and grandchildren the things that You have taught us and convert them unto Thee. And bless us in this assembly, for we dedicate all that is said and done to Thee and to Thy glory and the glory of Thy Son, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.